my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm Tanya Murray, life coach and author, and my job is to help you understand that life is more than checking off boxes and living up to others' expectations. I want you to know that you're enough just as you are right now in this moment, even if the world says you're not. So thank you for being here. Do me a favor and hit subscribe and let's get on with the show. This episode is all about tips on how to get through a crisis. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, please do so now because this is part one. I'm going to have another one next week that will give you additional tips. I just had too many to put into one episode without it being overwhelming. So subscribe and be back next week for the next part. So to start, I'm going to begin with the news. And one thing I'm going to recommend for tip one is to limit your news consumption. So first of all, I want to recognize I live in a small community and we have a really good group of people who provide us our local news. And I feel like they truly are doing their best to share the information they have. But I'm talking about the big scale news, the things that we see all the time that continues to come up. So consider the source. So what is their goal? Their goal is to get you to come back. Their goal is to get you to need their service. They want to be able to create that sense of anxiety, that fear, so that you make sure you come back next time because maybe you're not quite getting the rest of the story. And guys, that cycle is extremely detrimental to your well-being. The news is not really out there to safeguard your well-being. That's your job. They're out there to provide information that creates all kinds of chaos within you. How many times have you ever heard a news source come back and say, hey, guess what? We reported a little bit prematurely and we missed a couple of details. We didn't quite get it right. Here's the real story. Yeah, they don't really do that, do they? So I want you to consider that as you're listening to news media. I also want you to consider what happens before and after a national address or news from our local health authorities or our national health authorities or even our worldwide. There are people who come on, the commentators, who want to prep you to tell you what to think. Then you watch the actual address and then they want to come back on and tell you what to think again. So be cautious of that and don't let other people tell you what to think. I think it's really important for you to watch and to consume information from the proper sources from the original source or the expert in that area. And then Be really skeptical when you're hearing the commentators because they're telling you their interpretation and they've already made an interpretation before the address even happened. That's not healthy, guys, and they're passing that on to you. So consider the source, consider what their goal is, and then don't let them tell you what to think. You are smart. You can figure that out for yourself. If you believe and align with the message that they're saying, fine. But if you don't, that's okay. And if you're unsure, that's also okay. Don't let them lead you down a path that they feel is best. You take a step back, analyze the information you just gathered from the original source and make a decision that's best for you and your family. In addition, choose what time of day you check in with the news. Now we're in a time right now where we kind of do need to check in a little bit more than usual. I'm not a news fan. I don't like it. I don't, I believe that it just breeds negativity and chaos and fear in people. And so I do my best to steer clear from it. However, I recognize right now 
with our times, there are some things that I need to know. So when you do check in, I want you to be very intentional about the time of day that you check in with the news. So number one, if the first thing you do when you get up in the morning is reach for the news, look at the way you're starting your day. There is nothing positive that you're going to hear on the news. So you are making a choice at that point to begin your day with anxiety, fear, lack, chaos, and that will bring up all of those emotions, all of that fear-based response, and you will begin your day from a place of fear and your interactions and the decisions you make will be based on that initial experience. Also, at the end of the day, if that is the last thing that you're consuming, then your subconscious is going to continue to spin on that overnight. Now, I learned that back in college. That was a study hack in my college days when I learned that the best time to study for an exam was to go over your notes immediately before you went to sleep, not before you went to bed, but before you went to sleep because you went to class, you heard everything, you took notes, you refreshed those notes in your mind right before you went to sleep. And then your mind continues to spin on that information and actually like helps it solidify in your brain so that it, you're able to recall it more quickly. Now put that into perspective and apply it to consuming negative news media right before you go to sleep. What is that doing? That is allowing all of that information to solidify in your brain so that the, so it, it continues to spin while you're sleeping. And then as you wake up, the first thing you're going to think of is the negative news, the fear, the lack, the scarcity, the chaos, and you're going to start your day again with drama. I promise you that if there is something that is extremely important that you need to know right now, you will find out and you'll find out another way. That's not going to be lost on you. You're not going to be the last to know. And I guess even if you kind of are, it's okay. Someone will let you know something that is critical and important to you right now in this moment. Otherwise, be very intentional and choose when to check in to the news and to social media to get your news. Tip two for today is to keep your healthy habits. It's really important to know that the healthy practices that you have been cultivating over the past several months or even years, or even if it's in the past week, those healthy habits that you started in a time when it was a little bit more mellow, they're meant for now. They are meant for times where it's more chaotic. So don't abandon those good things, those helpful things, because now is when you need them most. So for example, if you started a meditation practice a few months ago, don't stop meditating. This is the time for you to keep that up. Those healthy habits and practices were cultivated for now. If you haven't started meditating, go ahead and start one. This is a perfect time for you to be able to start building a spiritual practice or a healthy practice. Maybe it's healthy exercise or eating, or maybe it's your journaling. If you haven't been doing a gratitude journal, now is a great time to start. What that does is it forces your brain to start focusing on things that you're thankful for. If you know that at the end of the day, you're going to need to write down three things to be thankful for, then throughout your day, your mind is focused on looking for things to be thankful for. You're going to notice things that you take for granted and things that you've never even noticed you had. You're going to be thankful for simple things like a ballpoint pen 
or maybe a mechanical pencil or a toilet deodorant, or maybe you're going to be thankful for the fact that you have the ability to focus and to think clearly and to be grateful. Those are all really cool things. So if you have been doing that and you've already been in the habit of doing a gratitude journal, keep that up. And if not, build it, start that practice now. The other thing I recommend that you journal is about your concerns or things that are left unsaid, what's going on, because we have a lot going on right now, right? So take what you have inside and put it on paper so that you can get it out. That way you can continue to process. It's not overwhelming. It's not adding to, you're not filling that cup with things left unsaid and fear. You're getting it out so that you can start fresh with a new empty cup. If you have been exercising, don't stop now. I understand that maybe you're not able to get to a gym and that's okay. There are tons and tons of online resources for you to be able to do an exercise from home in a teeny tiny space. I know this because I have a really small house and for the past several years, I've been able to exercise in front of my TV. I've done everything from weights, high intensity, you name it. So find some yoga, find something that you can do and start that practice if you haven't already built it. And if you had a practice, don't give it up. Maybe you can't get out and do the things that you had done before. So you find something different. It's okay. Just keep that practice up because it's good for you. That is a perfect way to jump into our next tip, which tip number three is to get up and move around. Now, this is different from exercising because I'm not asking you to, you know, physically exert your muscles necessarily. I just want you to get up and move. Your body is a power plant. You don't have energy, you generate energy. And when we sit still too long, we start feeling crappy. We don't feel like we have energy and it's just because you haven't moved. Now, if you're like me and you're kind of inside and you've got a small home, there's not a lot of places for you to move, right? But you still can. If you can get outside and take a walk, do it. If you need to just walk around your living room, do it. It's okay. What happens when you're moving is you're getting both sides of your brain working together at the same time. That's going to give you a better ability to think things through, to find your calm, to solve problems, and it's going to help you feel better. You're going to be able to generate that little bit of energy. Now, I want you to think of a time when you felt completely depleted. You had no energy. You were drained. You were exhausted. And then something happened that forced you to move. Now, one really key thing is how many of you guys have pets? Have you ever heard your dog start that retching sound and you know they're going to vomit? You can wake yourself up in the middle of the night to fly out and let your dog outside, right? Or if you have kids and you hear them starting to make a throw up noise or you hear a, a loud sound, or maybe you get that phone call from work saying, we need you to come back. Even though your energy is gone and depleted, simply acting and moving toward that next response generates that energy. You've done it before, you've felt that before, and you know it's possible. So I'm asking you now in this moment to not give in to things that keep you feeling depressed, which is sitting and being still. I'm asking you to move your body, to generate that energy, and to help yourself be able to think things more clearly. 
Now, if you can, I'm going to ask you to take that one step further and involve your children. Getting them out of the house or even up and moving inside the house is going to help them be able to engage both sides of their brains as well. So movement for them is just as important as movement for you. We had some really great conversations throughout last week and this week while we were moving and we were able to talk things through and talk about how we were feeling and validate the fact that this is a scary time. That Some of the best conversations come when you're taking a walk. And again, you're engaging both sides of your brain. It is really, really cool to see how that can help you and how it can help your kids. All right, my friend, just a super quick recap. I want you to number one, limit the news, consider the source and their goal. Don't let them tell you what to think and be very intentional as to what time of day you choose to check into the news. Tip two, keep your healthy habits, keep meditating, keep working on your spiritual practice, keep journaling for gratitude and for clearing your, your concerns, keep healthy exercise and dieting and all of that good stuff going on. And number three, get up and move around. Your body's a power plant. You generate the energy. You're going to engage both sides of your brain and get that working together. And you're going to get clear and be able to feel better more quickly. I hope this is helpful for you. Please do me a favor and leave me a review. If you like this, share it with others. That really helps me get this out to the rest of the world and to the people who need to hear it. So thank you so much for being here and make sure you check in next week for part two. I'll see you then.